Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Asking for a Friend. I'm your host Elena, and on today's episode, it's our favorite time of the year. Spotify Wrapped is here. Sebastian Stan is playing who and how to say bye bye to imposter syndrome. And for this week's main topic, my guest Mike and I finally answer the question: How do I break up with a friend without hurting their feelings? But before we do, let's get into our first segment. Have you heard that? You guys, I'll be honest with you. I am proper cold. I'm also feeling very, very groggy today. I don't. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I woke up with morning anxiety, and I just. It, it's one of those days. I have currently two pimple patches in the form of little flowers on my face, which makes me feel like I'm a Gen Z. But it also makes me feel better about my pimples because we all get them. Okay. Um. Enough about that, you guys. Spotify Wrapped came out last week. How are we feeling? How are we feeling about it? Because for me, it's always a surprise. It truly is because my music taste is as someone said erratic. I would say eclectic as it can be. And my issue is that whenever I get obsessed with a song, I will listen the shit out of it. I will listen to it for weeks on end. No other songs, just that one again and again and again. Exhibit A. Loving on You um, by Jack Harlow, which has been teased on TikTok for, I don't know, five months, it felt like it. But nonetheless, I was obsessed with this song and I do this every time. Then I get obsessed with a new song and then I listen to that a gazillion amount of times and then almost never again until it pops up in my liked songs. By the way, the list of liked songs is currently has 5,037 songs. I'm not good at playlists. I enjoy them when other people do them. When I do them myself, I have no concentration for it and I don't have the patience for it, the patience for it. And so I always put every little song that I like into my liked songs. Nonetheless, that's not what I wanted to talk about. And then Spotify Wrapped came out and I was quite surprised. But you know what didn't surprise me? My top artist, because shocker, it was Taylor Swift. And here comes the fun fact, though. She, not a single song of her is in my top songs. My top five artists are, they contain basically, they're Taylor Swift, Lizzie McAlpine, Russ, Paramore. And so those are all like Paramore. I was very happy to find some emo in there, even though they're not as emo anymore as they used to be. But then my songs, my top song is Perfectionist by Russ. So Yes, I got my top song with one of my top artists, but all the other songs are like R&B and my top artists do not reflect that. So it's always, it's fun. It's always very fun. And I'm also nosy. So when people post theirs on their story, other people get annoyed. I don't. I don't get annoyed. I'm, I'm nosy as fuck. So when you post that on your story, I want to know and I'm here and I'm judging. No, I'm not. I'm getting new. I mean, a little bit. It depends on what you're listening to, but I'm getting so much inspiration, guys. I get so much inspiration from y'all's Instagram stories where you post your Spotify rap. So please keep on doing this. Like I know we started last week, but like keep on doing this all throughout December because I need new music all of the fucking time. So please go do it. On a side note, when it comes to the whole Spotify rap thing, I was a little... Let's say not surprised. I was a little disgruntled because they took audiobooks out. 
They took audiobooks out of the wrapped. And if I tell you that I was so sure, I was so sure that one specific audiobook was going to be in my top artists. You should have seen my face when it didn't pop up. So for all my German listeners, you are probably aware of a super nice little audiobook called Die Drei Fragezeichen, The Three Question Marks. Justus Jonas, Peter Shaw, and Bob Andrus. Yes, those three detectives from Rocky Beach, California. I am obsessed with Die Drei Fragezeichen. I listened to them so much so that I was truly, that shocked me that, that they didn't show up in my rap. And Spotify, I need to pick, I need to pick a bone with you here. Can we please put them back? Because, yes, is it childish? Probably a little bit. It's probably a little bit childish, but... If that is wrong, I don't want to be right because I am every two months or every three months when they release a new episode, I am there. I get the notification. First thing I do, I find a cute cafe, put the, the new episode on and do my thing. I have to listen to it a couple of times to really know what the story is about because while I work, I cannot really focus on both. But yeah, I just love it. I just love it. And if you're German and you don't like to do a Fragezeichen, what are you doing? This is a masterpiece. Granted, they used to be better. They used to be a little more scary and a little more suspenseful when we were younger, but nah, they're still good. I still enjoy them. I think this was my rant for Spotify Wrapped, so please keep them coming. The next story on Have You Heard That? You guys, this just came in last week. Sebastian Stan was cast to play young Donald Trump. What? I mean, I'm sorry. What? So <laughs> I have thoughts. And I'm also like, why? Why Sebastian Stan? Like, I get it. Like, everyone wants to be played by someone that's like handsome and shit. But <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. I thought I for sure. I thought for sure that that was a joke that that was a headline that was made up someone just like fabricated it to stir up some drama no it's true it's true and do we need a movie about donald trump Have, haven't we seen enough of that man do we really need a movie i for sure don't and after sebastian stan played tommy lee jones um on the pam anderson not documentary but like on that show I was like, he is so good. Just keep it with that. Like, keep it with Tommy Lee. But Donald Trump? No, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know if I'm going to go see it. But yeah, we will see how that progresses. And on a third note, this made my day because there's a new celebrity couple. And if you know me, like I get like I, this, this stuff interests me. It's just really it's like ugh. the people I'm talking about is Damiano David. And Dove Cameron. Damiano David, you know from Monoskin. They won Eurovision Song Contest two years ago. And ever since then have risen to stardom with like insanely good music. And they brought like rock music kind of back. But it's like it's it wasn't it wasn't ever gone. But they make great music. And so when I saw that he was spotted with Dove Cameron, that is a fucking good looking couple. I was like, yeah, it makes you just look at them and you're like, that makes sense. That makes so much sense. And if you have no idea who I'm talking about, please look up Damiano David and Dove Cameron. Two insanely hot people. 
Like Dove Cameron, that woman is gorgeous. And then you see Damiano David and you're like, yes. He's also, next to Pedro Pascal, definitely one of my hall passes. I won't elaborate. You can like make up your own mind. But yeah, that made me really, really happy. It's like, you know, sometimes you see celebrity couples and you're like, meh. And then you see other celebrity couples and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I feel, oh my God. Am I, is it weird? I'm not obsessed, I promise. Is it weird to talk about this? But that is what Have You Heard That is for. Like literally, that is, that's what the segment is for. And with that, I will also end this segment because I have promised you for That's Mental, our second segment, I've promised you that I will teach you how to say bye-bye to imposter syndrome. And I will. So let's get into that. So basically, imposter syndrome. If you have never dealt with imposter syndrome, how does it feel to be God's favorite? No, but but in all honesty, in all honesty, it is it, feeling imposter syndrome is not fun. It's like, and if you've never, if you don't really know what imposter syndrome actually is, it is basically if you feel like at any moment someone's gonna come into the room and be like, "Oh, that person has no idea what you're doing, what they're doing. That person is an imposter. They are just making it up as they go, so they don't even deserve to be here." So it's always this fear of being found out. And that is no fun. If you've ever started a new job or switched cities, like moved to another city, or even if you come into a new friend group, imposter syndrome can come up everywhere. So a lot of people that are affected by it. And I want to give you an impulse. And this is a thought that came up for me. If a thought starts with what if, that is an intrusive thought. And that means that the thought isn't coming from you. It's the opposite of who you are. And it's there to scare you. It's there to keep you in your comfort zone. Because you know what happens in the comfort zone? You don't have to change. And in the comfort zone, we don't, we know exactly what happens. So we don't have to go into a new situation where we don't know the outcome. Because if we don't know the outcome, that is scary. For our brain, that is very scary. And so sometimes... We much rather stay in our comfort zone where we exactly know what's going to happen next, even though it's uncomfortable, even though we're miserable and we're unhappy, but it's much more safe. So this feeling of I need to be safe is much bigger, has a much bigger priority for our brain than the thought of, but what if it goes right? And what you do when a what if thought comes up, you let it be, you let it pass and you will be okay. And I think everybody needs to hear that. And before you come at me and say, let it be, let it pass, Elena, like, what the fuck does that actually mean? I know I was the same way. I was the same way. When someone first told me, it's like, yeah, you just have to let it be. You have to let it pass. I'm like, but dude, how, how do I let it pass? Because in this moment, it feels like this thought is completely taking over my entire brain. And I can't think of anything else than my absolute demise and how I'm fucking up my life. So I'm going to teach you how to do that, how you can let it be and let it pass. And the first thing you have to do for that is to start embodying your feeling. And to embody your feelings, that is something that a lot of us have never learned because we try to think about it. We try to intellectualize our feelings. We try to figure out why are we feeling this way right now? When in all reality, 
our only job is to just feel the feeling. We don't have to figure out why. So the first thing you do is when those what if thoughts come up, what emotion comes with those thoughts? Is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it frustration? Figure out first what is the predominant feeling that you're feeling right now. And then I want to bring it into your body. Where in your body do you feel that feeling? Is it in your heart space? Is it in your head? Is it in your stomach? Find where you are feeling that emotion. And then we're going to go a step further. What shape does it have? What color? What temperature? And is it a pressure or is it a weight? And by now, probably there are thoughts coming in. What the fuck are we doing here? This is boring. I cannot do this. This doesn't make any sense. Those are all your intrusive thoughts. And that is basically your sign to start focusing on the feeling again. So go back to what is the feeling? Where do you feel it? What does it look like? What color does it have? What's the temperature? And is it a weight or pressure? And focus back on this, on those simple steps every single time when there are thoughts coming in. And then just notice where your feeling goes. An emotion, when we don't feed it with stories, it lasts 90 seconds. So for the next 90 seconds, just follow that feeling around in your body because it will start to move. And maybe it moves through your arm. Maybe it flows down your leg. Just notice where it goes and just follow it for 90 seconds. And if you have done that, tap into your body, tap into your feeling. Is that emotion still there? Or is it gone? And even if it's not completely gone, have your thoughts slowed down? Are you calmer than before? Yeah? Good. And even if it's not as much as you had hoped, it's about practicing it. This is a tool that you can use every single day. You can use this every single day and perfect it. I use this every morning. I A lot of times I wake up with morning anxiety, just like today, and it just helps me to regulate my nervous system, to come back to myself, to really just focus on what am I actually experiencing and what of those thoughts is just made up. Try it out and let me know how it works for you because this is one of my absolute favorite tools. When I learned about embodying my feelings instead of just intellectualizing them and thinking them through, that was a game changer. So please let me know how it works for you. And without further ado, this is the point where we are closing off. That's mental. And we're heading into our main topic. So let's go. All right, everyone. On to our favorite part of the episode. My guest today, I'm so excited that she's here. She's a singer and social media genius. With some people, you just know they're a part of your soul family. And with her, it was definitely meant to be. I seem to keep meeting my people seemingly on accident. And so did we definitely. And we're going to get into it in this episode. She's one of the most positive people I know and inspires the people around her, not only with her energetic nature, but also with her music. So welcome to Asking for a Friend, Micah. 
Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited that you're here. I am excited that I'm here. Honestly, I'm so glad and thankful for you asking me to be here. Also, we're in the same, we're in a studio today, guys. (gasps) So professional, you know. Oh my God. Yeah, because you're in London. I know, right? I'm so excited that it actually happened. We just did it. Yes, we did. We wanted and we did it. We wanted it. I want it. I I got it. But no, it's so it's so exciting that you're here. And also these intros, usually when I write the intros, I'm like, okay, what what did these these people do that come on my podcast and with you was like, oh my God, I just love her so much. Yeah. I need to write this intro. That's <laughs> what I love about us though. We hi- we love to hype each other up and we mean it, you know? Oh I love that about you. Like you hype me up, I have you up, we make each other happy persons because we like yesterday. Like yesterday, like all the time, like no, but like no, but like yesterday when we were at the pub. So we went to so oh oh, yeah okay, like we're not even like two minutes into the episode and we're already just (laughs) babbling. But yesterday we went to a pub and this girl, she just like we talked to these two guys. One of them, I don't know, we that's something we should get into as well because there was two guys and one was is currently he wasn't like finance stuff and the other one and and currently unemployed and the other one. He made such a secret out of what he does for a living. Yeah. Which is like, it was kind of sus. I'm, really, I'm still curious though. I really want to so know. Curious. Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to sleep properly until right? I know, but we'll probably never find also, out. Also, he doesn't have Instagram, so we cannot stalk. Says he does not. But I'm, Yeah, exactly. He probably has like one of those weird names. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm anyway, but like, yeah, we met them <laughs> and like they were asking like how we met and I was starting to get into like to saying things about Elena, like uh, introducing Elena to them. And I was like, oh, she's such a boss babe. And like, she's working like nonstop and what's she doing? And oh my God, it's crazy. And I admire it. And, and in the meantime, I was just sitting there and was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is so cute. But also this is like, oh my God, I don't know how to react. And literally that girl, she wasn't just talking about me. She, she was holding a TED talk. Literally, yeah. just like praising my life. And I was like, how do I just do I, I'm your hype girl. You're you my know? hype girl. You I are. And, and you know what? I feel like that's why you're also perfect for this episode. But we will get into that. So our, yes. our episode today is about how do I break up with a friend without hurting their feelings? This is actually an asking for a friend question that Sean from episode three brought in. Oh, nice. And I promised her, I was like, I'm, I have an episode planned on this topic. And so here we are and we're talking about it today. But before we get into the juicy stuff, I asked you to prepare two questions. Oh my God. And so with Mike and I, we can talk forever. We can, we, we will not shut up. If you, if you let us, we will just keep on talking. Mm -hmm. So yesterday or like the two days since you've been here, uh, the amount of times we had to tell you, like I had to say, okay, stop. We need this for the podcast. We cannot talk about this right now. It was so hard. It was so hard. It was so hard. I wanted to share everything with you. And yes. Especially because the questions you ask are so hard and it's so hard to find an answer for that. Let's get into the first one though. Like yeah. Micah, who's yeah. your celebrity hall pass? Honestly, I have written down three. I know, I know, I can only say one, but it's so hard for me. I'm the most indecisive person in the whole world. But I went... Or I'm actually right now going for Wentworth Miller from Prison Break, I think. Yeah. Prison Break. Yes. That is like, it's, I haven't heard of Wentworth Miller for such a long time. I haven't seen him either, like wow. since then, but I just love him. He's so hot. <laughs> so you're like, that's the only reason. And that's fair. He's fair. got tattoos, you know. <laughs> you're into tattoos, right? Mm, yes, I am. Like we would never Guilty. get into each other. Like I don't get me wrong, I love tattoos, but yeah. we already established 
Oh, we found out we'll not get into each other's way. She Absolutely likes not. This kind of man. I do like this kind of man. It's you like doesn't. white boys. I do what? You like white boys. I also, no, not necessarily, <laughs> but yeah, kind of. But also, okay, so now I'm curious though. And I never, I never let anyone say more than one whole pass, but oh I'm so curious right now because you made it such a secret. Over the past two days. Yeah. And you were like, oh my, I, I still haven't decided. I still haven't decided. Yeah. I was like, oh, stop, because I know I want to know. So, okay. Okay. It's Who's hard. number two and three? Number two, I think is, because I've watched that recently, is Felix Mallard from Ginny and Georgia. He's like, I don't know if I understand. he's 16 on the show, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's got something. But he's not 16 in real life. Yeah. Right? I, I Googled. He's, uh, I think, 25 or something. I think that's okay. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Yeah. That's calm. Okay. And also Chase Stokes from Outer Banks. Yeah. I loved Outer Banks. I fell Banks. in love with him in the first season. Second season where I was like, yeah, he's still fine, but like not that great anymore. Yeah. But first season, I was like falling in love with him. I I can understand. <laughs> I'm a JJ girl. You are? Rudy Panko. Rudy yeah. Panko is like, I think it's the bad boy. Kind of, right? Yeah. I think it's a little bit that. I, think it's I like, like bad boys too, you know, but... Yeah, but it, for me, it's also, that's why I also love fantasy, fantasy books where it's like enemies to lovers. Yeah. It's like this, ah, it's a suspense. Even yeah. though in my, in my private life, like, please get me away from drama. Like, I'm, I'm having such a calm and quiet life right yeah. now in terms of like, there's no drama with, with friends or like with people I'm seeing. It's calm. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. I but guess. on screen, <laughs> give me the drama, bitch. Give me Same. the drama. Same. Yes. All right. Um, the second question, what's your unpopular opinion? That is so hard. I had a really big conversation with another friend yesterday because I couldn't talk about it, about it with yes. you. Um, because I, I also wrote down like four or five different unpopular <laughs> opinions. But as a social media manager, and that was the first thing that came to my mind because we also talked about it, yes. is I love Snapchat. It's my favorite app on my phone. Don't blame me. Don't hate me. It's just, it just is. It's great. Um, well, how am I? <laughs> that's the thing. I think there should be an age limitation for Snapchat. <laughs> I think that just makes me much younger than I really am. So I think that's but a good like thing. the thing. And but you said what you what you talked about is that you also love it for for the fact that you can have memories on there, right? Yeah, the fact that you can have memories and that the fact that you can keep your friends wherever they are so easy updated yeah. and like send them those little things, like those little moments when you think of them. You don't have to put it on your WhatsApp chat and like like put your whole phone with photos. You can just send them a short video I and get also that. the memories, you know, yeah. like look back to your life one year ago, two years ago, three years ago. I've done this. I've done that. I love that. I love that. That is, yeah. Can you tell? I'm not a Snapchat person. I never was. It's, it's very... just because my friends obviously, obviously all mostly are on that app. So yeah. Otherwise it wouldn't make sense to me, but it's just... And this is no shame. This is no burn or anything. Not like, you know, all. you do you. I'm, you do I'm you. not ashamed of that. Honestly, I'm proud of saying that. It's fine. Instagram is still my, my drug of choice when it comes to that. When all it right. comes to personal, like just to, to share things, mm -hmm. TikTok is my drug of choice when it comes mm -hmm. to just <laughs> consuming. Yeah. I know. I know. I learned that. You should see my um, my messages. Like, I will not talk with my best friend for like maybe a week or two, but we will exchange like 50, 50 TikToks in that amount of time. Minimum. Minimum. 
You said that so like, much too. I know, I know. I'm actually with you. I'm calm. Oh, really? I'm really calm with you. Like I, you don't get the amount of t- shit that, for example, Luca gets. And that's the thing. I don't know if you should consider yourself lucky for this, but um, also I feel like this is like the new kind of like friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many TikToks? It's like the friendship is like, yeah, if you're my friend, I will text you on WhatsApp. If you're a good friend, you will get a gazillion amounts of TikToks from me. I yeah. noted. Okay. Noted. So so you're not a really good, no. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, I, I get I'm it. I'm just kidding. I totally get you it. Get a, you get a good amount. I think so. But I feel I'm like good. this is a great segue to into our episode today yes. because friendship guys, we we talk about friendship and in particular, we're talking about breaking up with a friend. Mm-hmm. Have you ever broken up with a friend? I think I have actually. Yeah. Um, not often and it wasn't a really like long friend, but I have. And it felt like a, like breaking up with like a, a boyfriend. How did you do it? That was actually, I wrote a message because, um, like we were texting anyway and we okay, didn't see text. each other a lot. Yeah. And we, as I said, we weren't like friends for that long. We've been knowing each other for like half a year and she wanted to hang out like a lot. And I just, I was felt so pressured and didn't feel, yeah. feel good. And it didn't feel good to her also like always um, rejecting her. Like if she wanted to do something, I was like, no, no, no. And I just wanted to be honest. So I wrote everything down. And it felt good, although yeah. she didn't take it that well. But after what that, happened? no, like she, she just didn't really, yeah, she didn't really, obviously wasn't, she wasn't happy about it. But did she text you back or did she like send you a voice note back? I can't or? remember to yeah. be honest. I can't remember. I think it's, everything was okay. Yeah. But um, I mean, what I would probably do in the future is do it more like in person, try to yeah. do it in person. But like, depends on how deep the friendship is. Absolutely. You know? Have you seen her since then? No. Never again. She also doesn't live in your city? No, no, no. Oh, that, that's a good, uh, that's a good one as well, right? Yeah. Like if you can, if you have some space between the two of you, yeah, makes it easier. Have you ghosted people instead of just like breaking up with them? Friends. We're talking about friends today. It's not yeah. a relationship kind of episode. Well, I think like, obviously like really good friends, probably not ghost them. I don't think I have ghosted like a really good friend. I hope not. But <laughs> now like, people are, people are commenting, like they're just chiming in, like under the episodes, like I'm the person who was ghosted by Micah. <laughs> yeah. No, but honestly, I probably have ghosted someone before. Like, it's easier sometimes, right? Yeah. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair and but, it's not cool, but. But also it's, is it ghosting or is it just like letting, like drifting apart? Drifting apart yeah. I, I love that we both like, you can't cannot see it obviously but like we both went with our hands like pulling hands like drifting apart yep. but yeah it's sometimes it's the drifting apart yes way what's did, did you break up with a friend before i probably have have you i probably have but most of my friendships that are no longer like the friends that are no longer a prominent part in my life mm. were just we we just drifted apart it yeah. just changed exactly. also sometimes with the ghosting i always have to think of that meme of homer simpson oh where he's just like disappearing into the hedge where it's just like no 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 and uh, but that's all the what time. happens yes. but because having these conversations is uncomfortable yeah it is i i, I hate why is that oh, i yeah. hate like not having a harmonized like how do you say that people please harmony oh my god i need harmony in my life and that's harmony conflict oh my god go away with that yeah like, People sometimes think that girls need the drama and that they want to talk it out and have fights and everything. No. We want literally what we want is we want to frolic in a field. We yes. want to we want to live our life. And I think that's a common misconception. It's internalized misogyny a lot of times 
without getting like super deep right now, but no, no, let's get super deep. <laughs> it's the internalized misogyny. I think from the outside, women are portrayed as people who like, oh, we're up for the drama and we're like mm-hmm. gossiping and talking behind each other's backs, yada, yada, yada. And so the same thing is with the breakups, like having long talkouts, sitting yeah. with each other. Oh, okay. I want to, I want to share mm-hmm. a story from, from my teenagehood. Share a story. It, it was the, the craziest thing. So I did not have the easiest time in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some bullying going on and I decided to switch schools and not tell the girls that um, I had the issue with. I didn't tell them. So they wrote me, I don't know if it was a text. I think there was a text and they demanded for like a talk out. They oh demanded and it was, it was like four or five against one. Oh my And I, I think horrible. I blocked out most of what happened at that talk. Traumatized. Yeah. But nowadays from like, from the standpoint right now, because it wasn't, it wasn't a fair thing, right? Mm-hmm. Five against one and just like expecting me to, to explain mm-hmm. why I didn't tell them that I was exiting a situation that was deeply toxic for me. Mm-hmm. Back then I didn't have the words for it. I did not have the words for it to explain. I was like, how old was I? 15? Yeah. Younger. Probably. I don't know, but it's, it was really, it was really hard. Nowadays I'd be like, fuck that. I don't owe you shit. Yes. I don't owe you a talk out. You exactly. decided to do this. And if you need closure for you to feel better with yourself, you better just do this on your own because I'm not going to be your scapegoat and I'm not going to be the person to make you feel good about your actions. And in that case, if you have something like this, I think it's easier to break up with a friend who did actually did something yes. to you and who wronged you. Mm-hmm. Let's say, and I'm not only speaking about girls now, I speak about women. I speak about men as well. It's easier to break up with a friend who wronged you, who maybe slept with your partner or who talked shit about yeah. you about you behind your back. That is easier. Mm. Also, do you think men have the same thing? Do you think men break up with their buddies or do they just never talk again? I don't know. I think that it kind of drifts apart as well. But right? the thing is, like what we really have to face is that women don't necessarily break up with each other. A lot. We didn't say that before yet because I think, because obviously I broke up with like a, kind of a friend you know what I said before but apart from that I don't think I've really broken up with a friend because what I think is more important it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man and I think mature man mature woman do that and should do that is the communication beforehand you know it doesn't have to get to that dramatic breakup talk you can just talk way before weeks months before just saying I feel uncomfortable right now something's bothering me Um, like I don't think we're sinking right now something whatever and just talk that out and either you that brings you closer together again or it breaks you apart breaks you apart and that's fine and I mean it's always going to be like you're changing she's or he's changing and I think it's it's okay so I don't think that women necessarily break up more often yeah. with someone than men. No. The more you communicate, the less friends you have to break up with. Yes. Because I also feel we break up with friends for various reasons. Sometimes our lives just don't align anymore. Maybe our values changed or maybe I feel like also you can have friends. I think when we talk about friends, not every friend is like a friend for every 
situation in our lives. Do you know what no, I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. There's so different category kind of yes. friends, you know, the friend for like partying, the friend for deep talk, the friend, the friend for traveling, traveling, the long distance friend, long distance friend. What else? But the long distance friend, that is actually something that I'm very passionate about. Because long distance doesn't mean that it's necessarily in um in another country. It could be the same country, but you're living in different cities. Yeah. I have this, of course, since you and I, we travel quite a bit, mm-hmm. even though you're pretty stable in Cologne right now. I am. <laughs> which we love. Long distance friends. Long distance friends. I have a friend of mine and I'm traveling quite a bit. You are yeah. too. So we have friends all over the world. Mm. One of my friends, she's one of my oldest friends. I've known her since I was six or seven years yeah. old. Vastly different lives. Yes. She is married. She is in a stable full-time job. She is still in the hometown and it's beautiful. And we've known each other because we did ballet together. And as you know, my life, I'm like traveling, I'm just half my own business and doing all of this. Still, we connect, we see each other maybe two times a year. Yeah. But it always, it's always as if no time has passed. Yeah. And that's so beautiful. I love those friends. And it's fine oh. because you don't pressure yourself to see each other so much more. Or you, you don't have to text every day, you know? Yes. It's fine. But you, sh- you should both talk about that as well. Like you have different lives. You have different opinions. Yeah. We are very different persons, but we still have that little part where, yeah. where we kind of have the same, like, you know, we are, yeah. we are the same and we can still be friends. And it's okay that you don't have everything in common and no. can still be friends. Yeah. And you will have the friends that, that are, and that I, in my opinion, that's only a handful, yeah. maybe two or three in your life where yes. those are the people that know every single part about your life. Yeah. It's really important that you surround yourself with the, with the right people as well. Yeah. Like you, that's what I was thinking, like breaking up with a friend. Why would you break up with a friend if they didn't do anything wrong? Like what would be the reason? And that's what I'm always like thinking about because you said that to me one time. Surround yourself with the people that make you shine brighter and that don't yes. shut your light down. Like that was yeah. a really important thing for me to to see and to ask myself like about every person that is surrounding me, especially the close ones, yes. because that's what we were talking about yesterday as well. Like you are the sum of the people. Yeah, the five people, you. right? Yeah. I think that there's this, don't ask me who said that or who coined that phrase, yeah. but it's you are the accumulation of the five people you spent the yes. most time with. Yes. And so wouldn't you surround yourself, wouldn't you want to surround yourself with people who bring out the light in you instead of yes. trying to dim it? It's about amplification. The same way you go out there and like when when someone comes to me, when good friends or even, even I, I can get really excited about anyone's wins. Yeah. Whenever something works for them, I'm the first person to be like, that is fucking incredible. Yes. Because we're not stealing anyone's like light. Not there's, there's enough room for all of us. And so why wouldn't you celebrate someone? So if someone that gets, let's get back to the five people who you surround yourself with, when you have those people around you, wouldn't you want to have the people around you that want to see you win? Yeah, exactly. They have to give you the feeling of being like the way that you are is great. Like the things that you are happy about, you should be happy about and they support that they empower you that's so important Mm. and if you realize that they do not do that or that they make you feel like you could not say something because they judge you or whatever you should consider not breaking up yet maybe but you should consider putting them like one step 
like back yes. from your inner circle, maybe just having that friend as like just going for a coffee and that's it, you know, like you don't have to break up straight Com away. Compartmentalizing your friendships. Yeah. Also, um, here's a tool for you guys. Get yourself a piece of paper, get yourself a pen and then stop this podcast and do this quick this quick tool. <laughs> of course, listen to what you're going to do first. So, and then you're going to stop the podcast, but get yourself a piece of paper and a pen and draw a circle and then write your name in the circle. And then the five people who are closest to you right now, and then really go deep and ask yourself how, if you would go to these people and tell them something good that's happened in your life, how would they react? And also Do these people inspire you with the way they are? Like, do they make you a better person? Yes. That's so important that they, that you kind of look up to those people as well. And they, yeah. they make like have a good influence on you. Exactly. Well. Yeah. And if you realize one or two people of those, it's not the case, move them to another circle. You can extend this through like rims mm -hmm. or like three or four rims around that. But that's the beautiful thing about it. You don't necessarily always have to break up with someone. You can just, they can transfer, yeah. shift into, exactly. in and out of your circles. And sometimes, yeah, you will maybe find out and realize, no, that person does not deserve to be in any of my circles. Yeah. Not necessarily because, because they did something wrong, but because they're not feeding your energy. Exactly. Not reciprocating it. Yeah. So true. We don't have time for that. No, we don't want that in our no. lives because life is precious, time is precious. So precious. That is also another thing with like breaking up with a friend. What makes it so hard for us sometimes? I think we just don't want to hurt people mm -hmm. and it's hard to make them understand that it's not about them but it's mm -hmm. about me like you know this phrase it's not you it's me <laughs> but it is true <laughs> you're breaking up with person. it's not you it's me like i you i don't deserve you yeah like, you know on. but it's it's kind of true and that's also like a really important thing about breaking up or just communicating in general with your friends or with your boyfriend girlfriend whatever just saying like being Focusing on you in, in the way that like, don't blame someone for like not working out. You know, I know be like, you did this, you are like that. No, be like, I feel like mm -mm, I need this. I wish for this, you know, just try to yeah have a nice conversation about it and yeah. don't blame, blame anyone. Nonviolent communication. We love Literally, that. we love nonviolent communication because exactly. what it does, and this is actually, this is great. So to come back to the question, how do you break up with a friend without hurting their feelings? It's taking the blame out of it. Yeah. What you already said, instead of being like, you did this, being like, I feel this way. No one can be mad at you for having certain needs. Exactly. Like it's like quitting your job. Like if you go yes. to your boss and say, sorry, I have to quit. I have to follow my dreams. What can he say? He cannot be mad. Like he cannot of course, be mad yeah. at all. But they can be disappointed. Can be, yes. But they shouldn't show you like they shouldn't make you feel bad because it has nothing feelings. to do with them. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So that's the thing as well. And also I think what you said to me before was like active listening. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to say more to that because I think that's important as well. Yeah. Active listening comes in. So in coaching, we say level one, level two listening. Level one listening is listening to respond. It's basically, I'm just listening to get my point across. 
Yeah. And level two listening is, le is listening to understand. We do point one a lot. Everyone does, I think. Everyone does because we're not doing it consciously. Yeah. We don't subconsciously. Of course, we want to, especially nowadays with social media, mm. we all have this outlet where we can get hurt. Yeah. And we want, of course, we want to know, we want other people to know how we feel, but that's a lot of time it's reactionary. Yeah. And there's a difference between reacting and acting. Yeah. Because if you're re acting, mm -hmm. then this depends on what the other person said to you. So yeah. it's that you're not thinking from a clear mind. But if you're waiting for a second, like you listen what the person has to say and then you're like, okay, I understand this. And then you can act yeah. from a much more grounded place. So that is important. It's really hard. I know it's, it's so going to be hard if you have like, like something like that ahead of you, you won't probably be able to do all of that in the right yeah. way. You'll be emotional. But you can at least try after that you want it to be good. Like, because that's what I think you, you're always very scared beforehand. Like if you have conversations like Absolutely that, scared shitless. But what I learned from these kind of conversations is really like, you will feel better after that. When I broke up with that friend, like I wrote her the message, but I was at least, I was honest. I didn't kind of reject her weekly because I didn't respond yeah. to her message. I told her I don't have the time right now. I don't feel the way. And I felt better after that. And so it's it's important to communicate honest. And I think that's always the, the right way. I, I, I have learned from that, really. Yeah. And when you come into it without animosity, yeah, you're not coming at it from a place of, I want to shun this person from mm -hmm. my life. It's about how can I keep on filling my own cup? Yeah, exactly. That's important. I love that with the, with the energy. Like if you have the, the glass full. We talked about this a lot. We talk about this a lot. <laughs> you, you said that to me as well. Did we say that in the podcast right now before? No, we didn't. Right? No, we didn't. Okay, because like it was one of the most memorable things that you said to me during our coaching as well. Oh, and yeah. I think, coach, by oh, the way. yeah, we haven't Did even we gotten into that? this. <laughs> no, oh we didn't. That's so like we have been gotten, getting deep into this episode and we haven't even talked about how we met. Oh, I told, didn't we say that like I'm hyping you up for everything? Because yeah, that, I'm hyping yes. her up because she actually, I know what she's going to say when I say this. I know she's going to say that I changed my life, but I think she, she changed did. my life and I changed my life. Like she changed that I changed my life, whatever. But she helped me like with the coaching I did because maybe it's time to tell the people how we met. Because Yes, please go, please take it away, Michael. <laughs> so I was on the OMR festival uh, in Hamburg two years ago, two one years, no, one and a half years ago. Yeah, probably. And um, it was pretty much at the end. And I was standing, or we were standing in a group of women and just talking about like feminist things, like boss babe things. And she was telling the someone about her business. And I was listening and I was really impressed. I was like, oh, that's so cool that you're doing your own business. Like, tell me more. We didn't have much time. We had like 10 minutes. Yeah. And we used uh, exchange Instagram. And since then I followed her like motivational stories. And I was at a point in my life where I was not really happy with my circumstances. Like where, where, where I was like job wise or passion wise. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I was scared. So pretty much one or two weeks after I met her, we did the discovery call from her coaching and we started the coaching straight away. I was, I had the, I haven't had a, a yes feeling, like big, massive yes feeling for so long until then. So we did the coaching half a year. She was so close by my side and um, helped me change my life. And here we are, friends after one and a half years still, and it's getting even better. So that's why I really always like, I'm not her 
I wanted to say patient. <laughs> I'm not her. What do you say? Um, client anymore. But um, I still have so many words that she said to me during the coaching in my mind coming back up every time, every now and then. For example, like we said before, the, the glass with the energy, mm -hmm. because I was saying to her, like, I'm coming back from work and I feel so burned out. I don't know. I can't do anything. I can't yeah. meet anyone. I can't do any workout. I, I, what is, what's wrong with me? And you're like, your glass is not full. Yeah. You need to fill up your glass. Yeah. How can you fill up? How can I fill up my glass? And that's also the thing with friends. You need the right friends that fill up, fill your, up glass, your glass. That you can just hang out with. You don't even have to necessarily talk. You can just hang out and do your thing. Yeah. That's the best kind of friend that fill up your glass. And I you agree. feel more energized after you meet up with them. I agree. Also, I quickly want to come back to what you said. First of, all, first of all, thank you. You're welcome. It was such a pleasure. It was such so much fun. And yes, you knew exactly what I was going to say. But you... I cannot make something appear what isn't there. Mm. That's why I'm always saying like, you did this. You went through this transformation. You went through this life change. I was there to kind of like draw it out, mm. ask the right questions. You asked the right questions. Oh, yes, thank you. you But the thing is, what's important is coaching is there to empower you to empower yourself. The last thing I want is my clients to become dependent on me. That is, I, I want, and I know this might sound super counterproductive, but I don't want my clients to stay with me forever. That's not what coaching is about. You shouldn't be dependent on your coach. You should have a coach to regain yeah. this confidence and then go out and do your thing. And I'm still in contact yeah. with all of my coaching clients, present and past. Yes. And the amount of times it gives me the biggest joy to hear all of their wins. And they're still like some people I worked with two years ago, they still share their goals and share their wins with me when they found another job, when they became self-employed, all of this. And it, I'm so, I have so much deep gratitude in yeah. me and it's, it's incredible. Everyone it's so, can see that. It's so much fun. Yeah. Because that's seeing other people who have been doubting themselves, mm -hmm. who had confidence issues and who, who really just felt like, oh, where am I going from here? Yeah. See them doing so well drive oh my god it's the best feeling in the I world know, but that's what i love about you and i think that's where where we are kind of feeling the same way like we love like yeah just hyping each other up yes. like hyping everyone else up and that's um, such an important thing also with the friends what we said before yeah and also like another phrase that i remember that you were asking me a lot was <laughs> what if everything turns out great like what if what if because i was always asking like i don't know what if if i do this and then this happens and she's like what if you did this and yeah. this great thing turns out like the yeah. best thing could happen that could possibly happen you know what i mean yeah but that's also the thing with the friend thing like what if you tell your friend about your feeling way before you feel like breaking up like before anything bad happens that yeah you feel like you need to talk to the person because you feel uncomfortable and you're scared like this person will hate you and talk bad about you but what if you just are honest with your feelings and what if that makes sh like your friendship even better or everything it brings you closer better. yeah it could i feel like this that's the same with the breakup talk as well yeah sometimes you don't know maybe that person that you want to break up with mm -hmm. you want to end that friendship maybe they were feeling a similar way yeah and either it truly breaks you guys up 
and you're both okay with it and you're saying like, hey, yeah, this is for the best for both of us. Maybe it brings you closer yeah. because you're finally able to air it out and then mm -hmm. maybe something changes because both of you were in your own worlds too afraid to admit to each other that something wasn't going yeah. right. And then that's another what if. Exactly. And with the what ifs, you know, one thing that I think is so paramount, it's so important. And another thing when it comes to the what ifs, you spend so much time questioning yourself, doubting yourselves. The amount of times you do that, can you at least try once to trust in yourself? Just once, just try it. Because you have tried the other part. You have tried the other way. You have tried doubting yourself. Did that work for you? Mm, it probably put you into more misery. So why not choose the other route? And I know this might sound like some big Delulu stuff. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Try it. It's just try it. real. You know? Yeah, and it might, I mean, it changed your life. I decided to go and like feel my gut feeling more and listen to it and not listen to others so much. Like, because I have been a big people pleaser all my life. Oh, haven't we all? And um, I think we're I'll always a little bit be, but I really find out, found out for me that um, I have a way that I want to go and Yeah, you can't always make any, everybody happy with that. And I just started doing little things and yeah, just did it. You know, I yeah. have a tattoo that's called Einfach Machen. Just do it. Just do it. You're like, so, literally, you, have, you literally have like the German Nike logo. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, is that legal? No, well, but that's kind of my motto for the last yeah. two years or since also I met you. Like if I, if my gut tells me this is right, um, it's usually is the right decision. And yeah. so I changed and I did the things and that's changed so much for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you changed cities, you left your job, you're like everything. everything. Changed. You started taking your music really seriously, which is yeah, important. It's kind of on hold right now, but there's some music, new music coming. Exactly. Guys, so. But so also <laughs> when it comes to uh, what you were just saying, I feel like this goes into this breaking up with a friend as well. Yeah. Listen to your gut feeling. Totally. If your gut feeling tells you that that person is no longer an asset to your life, yeah. it's no longer, it feels like you're putting way more into it than actually comes yeah. out of it. Or you're not feeling it anymore. You feel like it's not a good influence on you. That's a good call. All different. Because like sometimes, especially what we said before, for example, in my life, like, you know, Some things change, your yeah. location changes, you change. Some things can change and then can also mean that the connection to a friend for a while at least is like not so connected anymore. But paused. it can be back. It can come back. You don't have to stress. Like uh, it's fine. I think sometimes we stress and pressure ourselves too much that this friendship has to be stably 100% perfect yes. the whole time. Exactly. And it's just important that you communicate it. Like, especially if you're like a long distance friend and the yeah. one person wants to, wants to talk every two days and you just feel like you don't, you don't find the time right now. Yes. It's important to tell them. And if they are okay with that, like you can still be friends. I mean, if exactly. they want more, then you just yeah. have to talk it out. But friendship is intent. Like friendship takes time and energy oh, and you have to have the energy for that. That's why I also keep my best inner circle or I try to quite, keep it quite, quite small. small. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay that you have those ups and downs in friendships. Yeah. I think you don't have to stress straight away to talk it all out and like break it up or whatever. Yeah. So if someone of the listeners right now, they are in a situation and they want to break up with a friend, what would be our top tips? What would be our, our advice? I think the first thing 
for me always is write it down. Oh yeah. Write everything down that I'm, I've got in my head because some of the things resolve themselves when I write it down and it feels like, oh, it's not that bad actually. It's not that Plus, it's way less because when you're in a stressful situation, which breaking up with a friend is not easy, you are in a stressful situation. Sometimes you're at a loss for words. Yeah. And sometimes the words come out wrong. So by writing it down, you have a fail safe and you totally. make sure that you're not hurting that person because when you write it down, you're not, you're, you're yeah. intentional. Exactly. Yeah. And also try not to write what you feel like. Try to oh, see don't them text in person. It. Yeah. Don't text it. Okay, this I mean, PSA, that's what I did guys. one time. You know? Yeah. Michael learned from her mistakes. I learned. I, learned. <laughs> I would never do it again. Don't text because it can come across again. Yeah. You don't see the body language. Yes. And how many times have we misinterpreted a text? Oh like, and then we we just mull over like, oh, that person put a, put a full stop behind us. <gasps> the full stop. No oh, oh, that my is God. quite aggressive, though. We hate my that. mom does this. Really? My mom does you have to it. Tell her she can do it. No, but like she doesn't mean it. She's not a, like Still, our parents are not. I know our know? parents are different. They, but like they my have, mom discovered um, emojis, don't. so like ever since then it's gotten it's it's gotten like less. But I I get used to it. But like the full stop. I don't know about that, but what the what, dot dot dot? What's her favorite emoji though? Ooh. Your mom's favorite emoji. Don't know if she has one. She doesn't have a favorite emoji. No, my I mom thought, is not an emoji person. Ah, she's not. I she's like she she, she she just sprinkles them in here now, but she's not one of those um, from their generation. What what is it? Boomers? Yeah, probably. Yeah, not from the boomer generation where they like they litter their messages with emojis. Is your mom like that? My mom <laughs> sends a lot of smileys. Really? I think so. Yeah, P- positive. You know the one with the. You know the one with the hard eyes, but you know the one with the cat with the hard eyes. No, that's hers. She does that. Oh, I'm obsessed. She's so cute. I love it. I love you, mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael's mom, we love you. Yeah. Please keep sending all of the emojis. But yeah, so basically get someone <laughs> coming back to the wow. topic, bringing you back to the topic. If you're planning on having that conversation, don't do it via text. If you are not in the same city with that person, if you're not in the same country with that person, go on a Zoom, yeah. go on a Google Meet because body language is important. Yeah. It, you can bring the things across. And I think the third one we already touched upon is active listening. Active listening. and yeah. Don't let emotions run wild because you don't want to hurt that person. Yeah, And even if that person is kind of maybe not reacting the way you thought they would react in a positive or a negative way, like, Emotions can run high. So if you have your talking points written down, if you are actively listening, there is a chance that there's a good chance that you can actually really have the situation under control. And then the last point. The last point is if that person reacts in a bad way or is if she or he is hurt, because that can happen and you sometimes cannot avoid it because like breakup talks are hard and you can hurt someone. Just of of course, try not to make that person feel bad um, intentionally, but try to let it sit. Like that person may need two or three days to yeah. let that sink in, and maybe she or he will realize that it's better like that. And then that what you mean, like that's not against that yeah. person, but it's just coming from you. I think yeah. that's really important that you accept that it might be a little hard for that person at the fir- at first and have yeah, yeah. Like focus on communicating how you feel and not putting blame on the other person and being like i have to break up with you because you did xyz yes. but coming back to the fact that 
it's you who feels a certain way. And this is a yeah. fail self because again, no one can be mad at you. And okay. it's okay. It's not like you have, you don't have to hate each other after no. you're not like besties anymore. You can still like appreciate the time that you had and be happy about what you had and just be like, oh, this is a new era now starting. Like exactly. we're not that close anymore, but I love to look back. And if we see each other, it's still nice. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's, important to normalize that you drift apart and that yeah. you can still be okay with that. Looking back, there was a reason why these people were in your life and some people aren't meant to stay. Yes, exactly. Before we wrap this episode, I also wanted to give one, maybe advice, maybe tool to keep the conversation in your friendships healthy, mm -hmm. if that is the right word for it. Because what I do with some of my friends, um, you know, when, when we have to rant sometimes, right? Mm. Like sometimes we just, we feel shitty and we, yeah. we just need someone to just vent about it. What we always do is we ask the other person if they have emotional availability and capacity right now. So sometimes I will send my friend a message be like, hey, I really need someone to talk right now. Are you available? Yeah. Do you have the emotional capacity? And if they then come back and say, but feel free to send me a voice message and I'll listen to it when I have time. Sometimes that's enough because I just need to get it out. Maybe mm. I don't need to talk about it for the next two hours. That's so good. And the other option would also be to just say, hey, do you have time right now? And that person maybe comes back and says, can we do in two hours? I have a deadline. Yeah. And what this does is you are respecting someone's boundaries. Exactly. While still asking for the support. We're still communicating. That. And it's really healthy. Yeah, it is healthy. It's also healthy for like relationships, I think. Oh, like so because that's much. sometimes people come back from work and they just start like ranting about the work and the other person probably is not, not ready for it because she or he has something else on her mind. Yeah. So it's a really, really nice thing to yeah. do. And what I find what is really helpful in relationships of any sort as well, when you're the person who is receiving the vent. Mm. To ask instead of because you just mentioned, yeah. sometimes you come home and you vent to your partner or to your friend and that person, maybe they immediately want to go into help mode, like they mm -hmm. want to find a solution. But all you oh. need in that moment is to be listened to. So as the person, if someone is venting to you, what you can do in that moment is ask, do you want to be heard, helped or held? That is such a good thing that you you be like, okay, this is a hurt situation or this is a help situation. Okay, Or just I just listen. need to be held. Just yeah. like, just like, give me a hug. I just, I, I'm, I need someone to be physically near me. Yeah. I need someone to find a solution with me or I just need to vent. And I need so you not, to not say anything. Just be there. Just, just be there. Just like, just stay say there. Say nothing. And that's important because that <laughs> will enhance. And again, coming back to the topic, this will strengthen your relationships yeah. so that you can set your boundaries. Exactly. You can set healthy, not only boundaries, but make healthy relationships. Yeah, It's important to set the rules for yourself and the friend, what yeah. your what's important for you and your friend in that friendship. Yeah. For example, like if you have a long distance relationship, be like, okay, what do we need to be happy with that friendship? Yes. Is it okay for each other because we don't have the time to just send each other audios like a couple of times a week and yeah. then some snaps, snaps, yeah, snaps, snaps. Um, and if that's and like maybe call once a month, is yeah. that okay for us? And then we see each other every two or three months. If You talk about that and everyone says, okay, yeah, we're on the same page. That's yeah. fine for me. I think that's the best way. And it's relieving so much because friendship shouldn't be like something on your to-do list. Become clear what is important for you in a friendship. 
what support, what communication, and how you treat them and you want to be treated. Become clear for yourself because then you have a list where you can actually gauge from, Yeah, is this relationship for me or is it not? Mm-hmm, totally. And where do I have to, or where do I want to categorize these friends in my circle? Yeah. Micah. Period. Yes, period. Micah, what are you asking for a friend? Well, I have a friend and she would love to know <laughs> if it's okay to not know whether you want to, especially in your 20s, end of 20s, 30s, to not know if you want to get married or have kids, to just not know yet. Because like, I feel there's only like those People who say, I definitely want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to have it all. Oh my God, so excited for that. Or people that are saying like, of course not. Not for me, never ever going to have kids. I know that for sure. Yeah. But I feel like, is it okay to say like, you know, I just want to go with the flow. I don't know what I want tomorrow or next year. I just know that I don't know yet. Yeah. So that's what I would ask. Short answer? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I mean... Without getting, going into great detail, but I think it's, it's very normal. Yeah. Because life is like being on planet earth. Has a, it's pressuring as well. It's and like, it's, it's a shit show sometimes to be honest with you. Shit. But you all, you said something yesterday because we got into this a little bit yesterday. Yeah. You said something about fries. Oh my God. Yeah. I had the comparison regarding that uh, question with the fries because like if someone asks you if you want fries, you would always answer if you want fries right now or not. You would not answer if you want fries in two years. You don't know if you want fries in two years. Exactly. So ask me in two years again. So that's probably asking like, no, answering my own question actually it's just sometimes I think we all need to hear it again that's why I was asking this because I probably know the answer myself but I still feel like also in this community or this podcast I would love to know maybe your your followers or listeners can message you if they feel the same sometimes and I think it's really nice to know that you're not alone with that thoughts yeah and you're you're allowed to change your mind and I think that is important you're allowed to change your mind And we are always transitioning. We are always going to change. And it doesn't matter if you have a very energetic lifestyle, if it's very busy, or if you've been living in the same town forever. Yeah. Like, even if seemingly nothing in your life changes, you will not be the same person that you are right now, next year, in a year, in two years, in three years. Not possible. Yeah. Life is changing. That doesn't mean that the life that everyone else is leading is for you. And that's the other thing. It depends on the people you meet and, mm-hmm. and it just has to be the right time. And it if can that, change next week. It can change next week. Honestly. Just imagine. And we're just leaving this. Just imagine we're leaving this podcast studio now and then boom, Prince oh Charming, meet cute. That would be so crazy. That's just start for the next podcast session. But that's uh-huh. also an important thing. If that changes for you and you've been saying like two years, three years in a row, I'm not ready. I don't want da da da. If that changes, your friend, coming back to the topic, she or he should never judge you for that. Exactly. If you change your mind, she'd, she shouldn't be like, oh, well, you said something different. Like, the yeah. whole, what, what's, why are you saying that now? I can't take that serious. No, she's just changing and you should support that. Yeah. Amen. But honey, it's not your life. Exactly. It doesn't like if, if it changes, like, does it affect you? Ask yourself, does it affect you? Okay, before we go, before we go. (laughs) We could talk for ages about that. I know, right? But so, Micah, before we end, where can everyone find you? 
as we said before, you can find me in Cologne, first of all. <laughs> on the street. On the street <laughs> or in some restaurant because I've been testing out a lot of cafes and restaurants. So also send me those recommenda recommendations. Um, but also you can find me, of course, on Instagram and TikTok. Call me Micah. And also on Spotify, where my name is Micah in all caps. Yes. I am going to release something hopefully very soon. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Thank you so much for being on this podcast today. It was a true pleasure. It was so much fun. And I kind of don't want to end. I don't want oh, to end. Oh, we have to. It's Otherwise, it's too long. Okay. But okay, guys, now it's up to you. We want to know what are you asking for, friend? This is the place to ask them. So put them in the question box below. I'm your host, Elena. You can find me at Elena Megan on Instagram. Message me there anytime. I love to talk to you and have already done so. And it's just, it's, it's a true pleasure. This podcast comes out every Tuesday on the podcast platform that you listen to. And until now, we have made every Tuesday count. So that is really good. All right. Thank you again, Maike. Thank you for having me. And I see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.